Hey girl, I see you. You long to live fully present, to redeem your time as a faith-led woman, but you feel yourself pulled in so many directions, you're spread way too thin more often than not. And you find that life hits you from all sides, keeping you busy beyond belief, double-minded, and distracted. You are not alone. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast. You know that God has a bigger purpose for you than just juggling all the things, yet you can't seem to pause the noise long enough to discover what that is. So you just keep doing more, thinking you're not doing enough or that you're not enough. But somewhere inside, you hear that quiet voice whisper, that's not the life he intends for you. True that. Hey friend, I'm Lissa, fellow sister in Christ, wife, empty nester, and recovering to-do list girl. After trying to keep all the balls in the air for too long, I was exhausted, but I finally let go of doing all the things. And that's when God showed me how to redeem my time for him. Warning, his plans are always better than ours. Imagine redefining your God-given purpose to focus on what matters most in your stage of life, realigning your schedule to create space to invest where it counts and redeeming how you live each day to make a bigger impact for eternity. And maybe, You're doing it all in your favorite holy jeans and Jesus saves graphic tea. This is the podcast for you, my friend. Grab a cup of joe, brew yourself some tea, or mix up a fizzy. And be sure to grab your journal or your notes app, because we're going to get to work. I pray this both blesses and challenges you. Are you ready? Hey, girl. So, did you give thanks for all the things last week? If you didn't catch episode 89, all about grateful anticipation, go back and give it a listen. After this one, of course, because like I said, there's no expiration date on giving thanks. It's a command, remember? And since God said it 174 times, I think we should listen and probably do it, right? He promises when we do the thing, we see the blessings. Speaking of no expiration date, it is not too late to accept my thank you gift for being one of my favorite listeners. Shh, don't tell anyone I told you that. So go grab your seven days free access code to come inside the Redeem Her Time community. We just finished the seven day grateful anticipation challenge and you're welcome to participate in that anytime. Because that attitude of gratitude, that's what's gonna set you up for an amazing Christmas season as we celebrate the greatest gift of all, his son coming to earth to be our savior. And when you know who you are and whose you are, that guides how you spend your time, right? So you can head over to lissafiggins.com forward slash join dash seven, or you know me, I'll put it in the show notes. Just don't forget to go grab it. (laughs) It's crazy how fast this year has flown. Anyone else feel like you finally just got used to writing 22 on everything and now it's time to start over and retrain your brain to remember a new date? Ah, getting old. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Don't get me wrong. There's something about a fresh new start after a full holiday season to reset your routines and intentions and dreams. So I love looking ahead, which reminds me, did you RSVP yet for the free don't wait till January 1st workshop? I talked about that one on episode 88, but if you didn't catch that one yet, no worries. Just go grab your spot and I'll send you the workbook so you can get started ahead if you want. It's lissafiggins.com forward slash Jan, or you guessed it, check the show notes. And I'll try to remember to remind you at the end. So today we're looking back with a year in review and time audit. Random question. Have you noticed the immense difference in size between the windshield, which shows you where you're going and the rear view mirror where you've been, which looks back where you've been. 
That's because you should spend way more time looking ahead than looking back. But there's value in looking back from time to time. And I'm going to suggest more than just at year end, but we'll talk about that in just a minute. Since we're faith-led women here, let's look at what God's word has to say about looking back. Uh, uh (laughs) uh-oh. At first glance, most of this looks negative. Listen to this. No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. Luke 9, 62. One thing I do, forgetting what lies behind, I strain towards what lies ahead. Philippians 3, 13. Or remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Isaiah 43, 18. Or remember Lot's wife. Luke 17, 32. So why in the world am I suggesting we look back? Well, let me explain. In all of those scriptures, it was about not looking back so as not to stay or go back to where you were once before him. Because once you've been redeemed, you are a new creation, my friend. But if we're looking back from the perspective of, look what God has done, there's value in looking back. Do you see the difference? Good. Okay, so let's keep going. Looking back is closely tied to remembering. In fact, did you know the word remember is found 240 times in the Bible? That's a lot of looking back, like almost once a day, and for the right reasons. Listen to these. Remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is no other. Isaiah 46, 9. Remember the days of old. Consider the years of many generations. Deuteronomy 32, 7. I remember the days of old. I meditate on all that you have done. Psalm 143, 5. It's about looking back so we can look at him and what he has done and what he is doing. So before you get distracted by your holiday to-do list, don't worry, I got a fix for that coming in just a few episodes. Let's do a year in review the right way. Let me ask, when was the last time you actually did a time audit or year in review? I mean, every month you get a bank statement in the mail, right? Or maybe a notification on your phone. And that way you can see exactly where your bank account stands. That statement shows where money has been spent over the past month. And if you're honest, some of it was invested wisely, but some of it was foolishly wasted. So what do you do? You create a plan, aka budget, for the coming month. Or you make adjustments to the one you already have based on looking back at the past month you've just been through. Or at least that's what you should do, right? Otherwise, your finances and a lot of other things could end up in the ditch. So time is another of your most valuable resources, but it's not as tangible to measure. Because no one sends you a balance sheet laying out exactly how it was spent each month or year. That's on you. But you can see the outcomes of where time was wisely invested or foolishly spent, right? For extra credit, try tracking where every 30-minute block of your time goes for a week and see what that tells you. We're not going to get that nitty-gritty on this episode, although that's an exercise that I take my clients through. Because I believe that when you build awareness, it allows you to take steps to better manage your time. So I highly recommend trying it. And then I'd be curious to hear what that tells you. For today, we're going to take a big picture look back at the past 11 months because your outcomes or lack thereof will tell you exactly where your time went or where it didn't. So here's when it's time to get to work. If you've been around here for a while, you know, I always make you do the thing, (laughs) right? Ideally right now, but I see all you multitaskers out there. Pinky promised me you'll come back to this. And don't just put on your to-do list, put it in one of your daily time blocks and do it sooner rather than later. For those of you ready to work with me now, grab your journal, your notes app, or whatever you have close by to write on and get ready for these eight questions. Plus, I'm going to throw in a follow-up reflection for each one. Are you ready? Number one, 
What are the three best things that happened in 2022? And how did those bless you? I hope your list overflows and you struggle to narrow it down to just three. But you may be staring at a blank page and asking, did anything good happen this year? I promise you it did. You just may need to take some extra time to prayerfully reflect on that. Question two, what are the three hardest things that happened in 2022? And what lessons did you learn? Now, if you had a hard time, number one, this one might be really easy for you. But for some of you, it might be more challenging to see the hard because you've already seen God turn it into good. But it's in those hard things that we often learn the most, right? Question three, what are three meaningful goals that you hit in 2022? And why do you think those happened? Now, don't worry if on the spot, you can only come up with one or two, keep asking and listening. And if you got nothing, maybe it's time for us to talk about how to set goals to help you grow in the seven key areas of your life. Promise to reach out. Question number four, what are three goals you missed in 2022? And why do you think that happened? Remember, life is not all about just our effort because God always has a hand in things, but sometimes we truly have not done our part. And that's what I want you to own here and no judgment or pity parties. This is just going to help you look at where, whether you put your time and attention on what mattered or whether you didn't. Question five, who or what were the three biggest influences in your life in 2022 and what role did they play? I love that God uses others to spur us on in our journey. He's used good friends, mentors, even podcast hosts. I haven't met yet to challenge, to grow and to move me. And I'd be honored if this podcast is on your list, but no pressure, girl. Question number six, what did I spend way too much time doing this year? And what did I not spend nearly enough time on? This is a really good question that you might want to give some time to think on, but don't overthink it. Perhaps just start writing down all the things that come to mind and see which ones rise to the top. And more, most importantly, what does your answer tell you about where your time went this past year? Question number seven, what is the one thing you would do differently? I know there's nothing you can do to change the past, but you can use the past to change what you do in the future. So is there something you would not have done or something you would have done or something you would have done more? Learn from it and then decide to do it. And question number eight, what is the one word to describe your year of 2022? Try to pick only one. I know that may be hard. So maybe make a list to pick from. And sometimes it's tempting to think about the most recent things that happened, but try to think all the way back. I know 11 months is a long time. So think back through the seasons you've been through and choose the word that best encompasses as much of it as possible, knowing that it likely included ups and downs. So there you go, your eight questions. And don't worry, I'm going to put them in the show notes in case you didn't get them all down the first time. And you're going to want to take time to go through and prayerfully and carefully answer each one of them. And then I want to ask you, so let's pretend you've already done that. How does that feel to look at your year in review and your time audit? Remember, when we ask questions and get really honest, it's not so that you'll heap more guilt on yourself. It's that you can move forward free of what might have been keeping you stuck or holding you back and not let history repeat itself. So take some time to pray over these answers. And then it's time to look ahead. And as one of my mentors always says, remember, where you are is just where you are. So now that you know where you've been or not been in the past year, what do you want for this next year? What one word do you want to describe 2023? 
or whatever year it is when you're listening to this, what do you want to be able to answer in these questions one year from today? Prayerfully ask God to guide you and then live each day with the end of the year in mind. Because my friend, there is power in pausing. Wouldn't it be better to look in the rearview mirror to make sure you know where you've come from so you know you're going in the right direction? Without looking back and only pushing forward, you could waste a lot of valuable time, energy, and resources. And ain't nobody got any of that to just throw on like you don't care. (laughs) And like we've talked about a lot in this podcast, it's okay to take things off your plate. And you don't have to wait till New Year to do that. Perhaps you recall my daughter and I traveled to Europe to visit our exchange student this past summer for almost three weeks. I intentionally pushed pause. When I was away, I only focused on the people, the sights, and the food that was in front of me. And what that did was give me an opportunity to look back at what my time and focus looked like prior to the trip and what I wanted it to look like when I landed back home. So upon returning, I wisely gave myself a few days buffer till I was officially, quote, back in office to get myself acclimated to daily life. I remember very distinctly telling one of my mentors my first official day back, I didn't want life moving forward to look exactly like it did before the trip. So she challenged me to ask good questions and look back in order to design, along with God, what I wanted things to look like moving forward. And that, my friend, was in the middle of the summer. All of that to say, taking time to reflect and do a time audit and a life in review can happen any time of year. In fact, as we begin 2023, you're not going to hear me talking about near goals or resolutions, because we all know how, those, how long those last or don't, right? Instead, I'll be introducing the concept of a 12-week focus with, wait for it, a week to rest renew, and reflect before the next one. Yes, it's like having four fresh starts with four opportunities to look back. Imagine how much different your year will look because you won't lose interest in what you said you wanted to focus on. Let me just tell you, this concept of a 12-week focus blocks has changed everything for me because every time you review, it helps you preview. Get used to those two words, review and preview, because you're going to hear them a lot if you stick around, which I hope you do. So I'm challenging you today, no matter what time of year you're listening, to take the time to thoughtfully answer those eight questions and pray over what they tell you about 2022 and what God wants for you in 2023. And more than anything, I'd love to hear what's the one thing that came up most for you as a part of this year in review time audit. You can email me at lissa at lissafiggins.com. And girl, this thing called life, especially one that's being lived in a busy world where time flies by is not meant to do alone. So come on over to the Redeem Her Time community where you're gonna find all the resources, the coaching and connection you need to be more present with who and what matters most for such a time as this. Go grab your seven days free access code at lissafiggins.com forward slash join dash seven. And while you're there, RSVP for the Don't Wait Till January 1st workshop under the events. All the links are in the show notes along with the questions from today in case you didn't write them down. I got you girl. So today, I hope you hear my heart. You don't have to do all the things. You were created by God for a unique purpose. Redeem your time. Do what matters. Be more present for such a time as this. And friend, I can't wait to meet again on the next episode of the Redeem Her Time podcast. Hey friend, before you go, were you touched by this episode? I pray it blessed you, challenged you, or grew you in a way that moves you to take action in your life. So what was the one thing that God laid on your heart today? 
I'd love to hear. So I'll drop a link in the show notes for where to share while it's top of mind. If this podcast added value for you before the crazy busy world creeps back in, would you share this episode with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough? And it would mean the world to me if you, while you're here, you take a quick minute to leave a review on the platform where you're listening. That way, I know if you're liking the show. Plus, it just makes my heart smile. And before we go, I want to remind you, go grab your free guide to simplify your focus in five minutes for those times when you feel like you're going in a million directions, but not getting anywhere. Tell me where to send it at lissafiggins.com forward slash five. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Be careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time because these are difficult days. Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. I'll see you next week, friend. God bless.